The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So apparently more than one in six Garda potential recruits are failing the general fitness test that they must undergo to become members of the force. Uh, Jim O'Callaghan of Fianna Fáil, why do you want the test reduced in stringency? If the people can't pass it, then surely they shouldn't be Gardaí. Because I'm contacted on a daily basis, Matt, by constituents who are concerned about the crime problem we have in Dublin on our streets. And they know and I know that the only effective method of confronting that is by having Gardaí on the streets. But we have, unfortunately, a recruitment crisis within Garda Síochána. And if you look, the government has provided sufficient funding to recruit 1,000 Gardaí this year. But last year, we were only able to recruit up to around 260 Gardaí. So we have a crisis of recruitment. And when you look at the fact that 315 of those recruits passed the, all the stages of their test in terms of the interview, the numerical test, the uh, report writing exercise, but 17% of them failed the fitness test and I think that's something that we need to look at because otherwise we're going to have a continuation of the recruitment crisis. Obviously there are other issues we need to look at making the career more attractive but one of the issues we need to look at is the fitness test and whether or not it's too stringent. Yeah but Jim what's the point of having a newly recruited guard if they're not fit enough to run after somebody? But Matt, you're misunderstanding. By saying that we reduce the requirements of the fitness test, I'm not stating that we go out and we recruit people who aren't in any way fit. The fitness test is quite a stringent uh, fitness test. If you look at it, people have to do shuttle runs, push-ups, sit-ups, obstacle course, and a push-and-pull machine test. So I'm not suggesting that we put into the guardie people who aren't of any fitness, but I'm saying that maybe the stringency, the level of requirement that's imposed by this Irish fitness test should be looked at again. And if you look at the PSNI test, or if you look at the tests in Canada, certainly they have obstacle courses, but they give the recruits much more time to complete the course than is the case in Ireland, which is three minutes, and uh, I think it is 20 seconds. Brendan O'Connor is president of the Garda Representative Association. What do you make of this failure rate, and do you think the test should be made easier to get more recruits? Well, first of all, we like, we're very pleased to see it acknowledged by a government uh, representative that there is a recruitment crisis on Garda O'Connor. And as Jim outlined there, the, the, the problems with recruitment are probably there more than this. But we certainly don't feel that this is an impediment to recruitment. I think the fact that people are feeling it, as you alluded to, Matt, shows that um, people maybe aren't preparing for it. This is not particularly over strenuous test. It's approved and it's set by an uh, external expert with Fergarity Corner. And I, I know it's been featured before in other, in other um, media that have been analysed by independent experts who said that that you know it wasn't overly honest and it is gender t- gender tailored and also age tailored so we would say that the the issue there's never the solution to to our problem is to reduce standards and i know that's not what the deputy wants to achieve but it is the risk we would say we want to see people of a high caliber and a high standard present for recruitment but and we Brandon, believe the standards should be maintained i wonder how many of serving members would actually pass the test if they were made to take it or do you have to do the test on a regular basis sort of for well, continuous professional development you, you don't have to do it once you've had your probation and, and being successfully appointed to the force. But what I would, an, an interesting statistic is, Matt, that of the people who are selected and recruited into the organisation, only 2% fail to comply or complete the, the, the Bachelor of Policing degree. And of those 2%, there would be some academic failings and other issues. So less than 2% of those who actually make it into the force during their initial training fail to, to, to maintain that standard. So I think that's actually indicative that perhaps the 16% who are presenting that aren't in a position to fulfil it uh, 
wouldn't be representative of, of, of the more junior members. Do you of the think, Brendan, would you pass the test now if you had to take it, do you think? Well, Matt, as I often say to my colleagues, I don't know if I'd pass the day, but if someone told me that my job I'd be able to pay my mortgage depended on it, I think I'd get out there and I'd get myself in the correct shape. I'd like to think I'd pass it, but I don't actually know. But it is, it's age-tailored, so... Um, uh, I'm probably a bit past my best, so I don't know what, what my time limit would be. But I, as I say, if, if you're committed and, co- and want to be a member of the force and value that position, I think you'll put in the effort. And again, there's people but, with specific conditions that can't. But Yeah, and anyway. just before I go back to Jim O'Callaghan, surely actually as people age, maybe they're not able to do the physical job as they might once, but surely there's a role for Gardaí in investigation, interrogation, all various other parts of the job administration which don't require them to be out and about running around the place. Brendan? Well, yes, and look, that's part of natural policing progression, but we do see, like, uh, in places, in, particularly in rural places where there's not that much diversification available career-wise, a lot of members who serve on the front line doing 24-hour response speaking right up until the day of the retirement. So you have to be prepared for what you might encounter, I suppose. Jim O'Callaghan, even if all of these people that failed their test did pass it, you'd still be way down on the numbers that are needed of new Gardaí, and particularly when you take into account the numbers who are retiring. Why do you think it is that people don't want to be Gardaí in Ireland in anywhere like the numbers they used to want in the past? Yeah, that's a valid point, but I do think that doesn't mean that we shouldn't look at the fitness test. Listen, I think what we need to do is tell people about what an attractive job it is being in Garda Síochána. Like, I think there's a lot of people who find themselves in their mid-30s June jobs that they've no interest in, and just when they were in their 20s, they didn't give consideration to being a member of the force. I also think we need to recognise, though, that social media has had an impact in deterring people from becoming members of Garda Síochána. Unfortunately now, as I'm sure Brendan will be aware, a lot of Gardaí get a lot of hassle on social media, they get their photograph taken and that does have a deterrent effect so I think we need a two-pronged approach we need to make it and advertise it more as being an attractive career and we also need to ensure that we protect those Gardaí that are doing the job because they are representing the people of Ireland and protecting us and there needs to be more respect given to them Very briefly Brendan O'Connor, do you still think it's a good job to do? Um, I do think it's it's a good job and, and it can be rewarding, but unfortunately, I mean that's what I find myself in my role. But the experience of other members and and people are voting with their feet, and as Jim alluded, there are people actually who are joining late and finding this job when they actually get into the reality of it is not for them. And we see over a hundred people resign in last year, which is kind of unprecedented. So it's not unfortunately the idealism that probably people and the altruism people bring into the organisation whenever they apply, whenever they actually get out there on the streets and see how it operates. But it, I, I think it's just, it, it's, it's how the job has been overseen internally and externally. The people just feel very frustrated and they just feel that they can't do their job okay. anymore. They're trying to do this with two hands, with one hand tied behind their back. We'll come back to that. Brendan O'Connor from the Garda Representative Association, Jim O'Callaghan of Fianna Fáil. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.